Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness, and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. Hello, this is Tim Howard, the host of Reflect the Life You Want, and I'm delighted today to have as a special guest Michelle Ladd, founder of the National Veteran Resources. So welcome to the show, Michelle. Thanks for having me, Tim. I'm very honored. Yeah, well, it's an honor to have you as a guest. You and I first connected uh, a few years ago via LinkedIn, and I've just kind of been watching and admiring your efforts to support veterans um, around the country. And we're coming... You're coming to us from the Hero Mobile up in the upstate New York right now, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when we post some show notes, people will be able to link to those places and go out and see what I talk about. You've got, So you've got like this big trailer that you pull around the country now, right? Yes, it's 42 feet long. It's a fifth wheel and it's wrapped in the American flag with portraits of veterans. Yeah. And words of we're praying for you. Yeah. We thank you for your services. We appreciate you for your services and sacrifices. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank the you. hero mobile. Yeah. Well, maybe for our listeners, they have a little bit of context about why you're doing what you're doing. You could share a little bit of your personal and professional story. What brought you into what the work you're doing now and, and the so people can understand your passion. Well, I'm the mother of two veterans and also the daughter of a retired Lieutenant Colonel Air Force, 26 years. He's deceased now, but um, I wasn't a military brat. He came into my life when I was a little older, but between my children serving and my father, I had um, decided to do something really special with heroes when they buy and sell houses as a real estate broker. So I started a program called Heroes Home Advantage, and I was just working in Rochester, and my agents and I were giving discounts to thank our heroes for their services. And when I started the program, my oldest son, Tom, uh, was serving our country as a Marine, and he was in Iraq. And so my heart really started to... uh, really pay attention to what our military really do for us and our police officers, our firefighters, our first responders, et cetera. So I started doing ride-alongs with the police departments and the fire departments and the ambulance workers and whole shifts, morning, noon, and night. And I did probably about 30 ride-alongs and they Mm -hmm. would share their stories. So I decided to take my passion on the road and I just had a moment. I don't know if it was a midlife crisis or I think God was just telling me, go buy an RV. I was like, what the heck? Who does that? (laughs) And I did. I went out and I bought my first RV. It was a 24 foot class C and I put Heroes Home Advantage graphics on it. And I started traveling the country, just thanking heroes for their services. And I was running Heroes Home Advantage right out of my RV. It was just my dog and I. So um, after I met thousands of heroes across the country, I decided I wanted to go more full-time RV. And let me tell you, 
I had to learn how to empty my black tanks <laughs> and uh, how to uh, do my water hoses and find places to do this stuff. And I was very rarely in a campground. So it's been quite a challenging life. I've broken down all over the country. I have a YouTube video called RV Hero Gypsy, and I have over 400 <laughs> videos. Uh, you've probably seen a lot of them. So then I bought a second uh, RV. It was 32-foot Class C. I wrapped that in the American flag, and I decided to become a nonprofit. So my passion and my ministry hmm. in life is to help our service members, veterans, and first responders with post-traumatic stress resources. Mm -hmm. And as I traveled a few years ago, I met a mother that lost her um, veteran son to suicide just two weeks previously in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And I was asked if she could come and speak with me. And I was, I was scared to death because I didn't know what to say to her and I never want to be that mom. Mm. And so we can talk a little bit more about the mothers of veteran suicide, but I started meeting mother after mother, veteran after veteran. I've interviewed veterans all over the country. I have hundreds of their stories in my heart and on video. And um, so I now have my fourth Fifth, uh, this is my fourth RV in five years because mm. I just kept breaking down. And um, I, I was married last year. And my husband left everything and everyone to join me in my ministry. So, hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. <laughs> he has no idea what he got himself into with me. <laughs> but he is my helpmate. He is my savior. And I couldn't continue to do what I do without my husband. Hmm. That's great. Yeah. It's great that he's been willing to come alongside you in this journey. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I like you have a passion for serving local heroes and veterans. I, as an army veteran myself, very involved in different organizations here locally that support Wonderful. our veteran community. And, um, I wondered if you would, I think the thing that, really struck me recently that I saw in one of your social media posts was this effort that you have towards mothers of veterans that have committed suicide. I wonder if you'd speak to more about what that's been like and some of the mm -hmm. things that you've been able to do with that organization that you've now started. So I started putting it under National Veteran Resources as another program that we provide, but I started a Facebook group for the moms. Because mm -hmm. after meeting five moms, I thought, you know, I'm not one of the moms and I can't completely relate, obviously. And so I started a Facebook group called Mothers of Veteran Suicide. And it's grown so big that I now have 94 mothers in my group. Mm -hmm. And so two years ago, when Randy joined me, I told him, uh, we're going on tour for six full weeks and we're going to go visit mothers all over the country. And we mm -hmm. did that. So we visited mothers in organically. We met the other family members and uh, <laughs> this is why I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's uh, and um, so I started giving them gifts. And um, as I go to visit with them, I would share their story. And when I got this RV a year ago, when I was deciding how to wrap it, 
I decided to honor these mothers and put their children's names on the back of the RV. So on the back of the RV, we have the suicide ribbon with Mm. about 60 names. And now, unfortunately, Mm. the ribbon is full. So my love has just grown for these moms. Um, I had a retreat for them. I said to them, moms, if you would like to come to St. Mary's, Georgia, I will pay for your airfare. I'll pay for your food. I'll pay for your lodging. If you don't, if more come and I can't fit y'all in my house and in the RV, I'm going to um, get an Airbnb. So in May, we hosted eight mothers of veteran suicide and um, it was wonderful. We had therapy sessions, group therapy sessions. I took them to the beach and it, it was just absolutely wonderful. Um, I did a fundraiser to try to help pay for some of it. And um, the hard part for me is that I do have a child that suffers severely with post-traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. And um, I, m- these mothers share very graphic details uh, of their son and daughter's death. And there's times when I have to take breaks and take some self-care because between the horrific trauma that I hear, the moms uh, sob. And it's very, very difficult on me because I'm not a counselor. I'm not trained for this. It's just through my experience in my heart and through God, Mm because I couldn't do this without God in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I get a lot of crisis calls from veterans. And I clearly state I'm not a crisis counselor either, but they trust me and they reach out to me. So The moms are, I I built a website. Um, It's not a company. It's not a nonprofit. It's just a remembrance page for the mothers and it's mothersofveteranssuicide.com. And I just want them to know that their biggest fear is that their child is not going to be remembered in years to come. Hmm. And so we say their name and I raise awareness. Um, It's a, I'm a little careful because I'm trying to help save lives, but yet I'm trying to comfort and love on those that lost their loved ones. And so I'm trying not to put too much on social media about that um, Mm. because it's, it's sad for the veterans I'm trying to help. Mm. But uh, yes, these mothers um, it's faith-based. I've lost a few mothers when they realized it was faith-based and that Mm. makes me very sad. Mm. Um, But we still have 94 mothers and the group is just growing every day. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome. But hopefully we, get the word out more about that through this uh, conversation we're having and help other uh, mothers. Yes. The uh, one of the organizations I'm involved in locally is called veteran business collective and it's starting to, to grow and expand. One started here in Wilmington, North Carolina, and then it's one in Jacksonville, North Carolina and the, the tri cities area, Tennessee. Mm. And I think we'll soon have one in new Orleans. Um, but we always raise a toast at the end, honoring those that are no longer with us. Mm. Um, and unfortunately for the founder of the organization, he's now lost more service members that he knew after returning than he did actually serving in combat. And so it's a, there's very great need, um, for support of our veterans and the, the war is not over for them. No. And we need to keep them first and foremost in our thoughts and prayers and get behind efforts to help them. Awesome. Well, ahead of this show, um, 
I asked you to take a look at the the theme of my book project, The Mirror, Reflect the Life You Want. And you immediately uh, gravitated towards the L chapter, which I think is just who you are and what you're doing and through your ministry and helping veterans. And that's to love yourself and to let others know you love them. And you just spoke about how you, in helping these mothers, you need to take care of yourself yeah. to be able to pour out into them. So I was wondering why that especially spoke to you and what you could say more about that. Because I take on everyone's pain. I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. And what happens to me is I'll have a total meltdown. I can't get out of bed. Mm. And um, I'm so sad sometimes. And I try not to cry in front of the moms. I don't think I ever have. I hold it in. But then my husband sees me after. Mm -hmm. And so I told him something's got to give here. I can't do the mothers anymore or I can't do the veterans anymore. I'm just one person. I'm trying to run a company. And so I said to him, we need we're newlyweds. We've been married not quite a year yet. And so Mm -hmm. we started um, everywhere we go because we are a traveling mental health service for veterans. So we're all over the country. Mm-hmm. We need to um, take time, take a day, smell the roses. Um, mm-hmm. So what we've been, I've been uh, being told so many times that I need to do self-care. So we've been walking the beaches of Florida. I discovered picking up shells. And so um, I'll walk all day picking up shells, talking to the Lord, having peace in my, in my life. Um, we go on motorcycle rides. We ride our bikes. I've been painting stones and leaving them for the kids in the area <laughs> everywhere we go. Um, it's important to take care of yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you can't help others. You can't continue right. to do what you're doing. And I've been on the road for five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've traveled over 180,000 miles. So um, in RVs. It's a very challenging life, but more importantly, it's when you're today, I told you I have a veteran coming. Mm -hmm. Um, This veteran is probably in his seventies. He's been a raging alcoholic. He's Mm -hmm. um, uh, quit drinking and I have to prepare myself because he's been trying to speak to me personally for two years and he didn't have the courage. So today Mm -hmm. he's coming and I know I'm going to hear some really hard things. So I pray to the Lord. Before this veteran comes, I ask him to give me strength and to say the right words and to have this veteran accept some of the help that I have for him. Mm -hmm. And uh, but anyway, just self-care, bringing the Lord closer to me on a daily basis. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm I'm not a Bible thumping Christian, but I uh, I like to share my faith Mm -hmm. and I need to do I'd like to do more of that. Sometimes we lose, sometimes we're a little uh, less confident. Uh, Maybe we don't know uh, as much as we should when it comes to speaking about scripture and proselytizing. And I'd like to know more. Um, But I think that everybody needs God in their lives. And I think that their lives would be a lot better. So that's, Mm -hmm. um, so what I'm working on is studying love more out of the Bible and how to um, love myself and love others. That's great. It's awesome. Thank you. Well, you're making an impact and uh, it's it's just clear to me, it, it just exudes from you that that's who you are and where that source of that's coming from and uh, it's making an impact in other people's lives. So 
Um, Thank you. We talked uh, ahead of the show, we were talking about this idea of being used or being an instrument of God. And my co-author, Maria Spears of the, the Mirror Book Project, she first shared this concept with me is because oftentimes people, especially in ministry, they feel like they get burned out or they've been used and set aside. And this idea instead is to rather be something used to be an instrument for God. If he's the leader of the orchestra, our job is to keep our instrument in good shape, keep it tuned, practice and be ready. Just like today, you're going to have this veteran come meet with you and be ready to uh, play that instrument well and help him in any way that you can. So that's beautiful. I'm, um, I just signed up for a Christian mental health coach mm -hmm. um, certification. It's 40 hours. And in between taking my real estate brokers, 22 and a half hours of continuing education that I've been taking for 25 years, um, okay. I'm doing this to try to help. Uh, myself, understand more and um, maybe have some more things to say for comfort. And it's mm -hmm. all um, Bible based. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited that I'm going to be able to gain more knowledge and um, have some more tools to help our veterans and, and, and the families. Mm -hmm. Excellent. That'll just put more tools in your toolbox and be yes. ready yes. to help others. Awesome. Yeah. Well, the, um, I think that, that, that L chapter for me, when we, we were started writing the book is one of the things that was hard for me, uh, when I was younger was to receive and cause I didn't always feel worthy of receiving that mm. love or something as simple as a compliment. So I'm wondering, do you ever run into that where as you're helping other veterans or you're helping mothers of uh, veterans of suicide, people being challenged about receiving what you're so freely willing to give. The veterans, the police officers and the firefighters are very difficult. Yeah. Um, the, the men and women that I work with have been following me for years and mm -hmm. they finally feel when they really need help, they'll reach out to me. Um, when I tell them, you are worthy, you are brave, you are strong, you can do this, take my resources. Um, a lot of them tell me they don't feel worthy. They, mm -hmm. they maybe had to do really bad things or mm -hmm. a lot of them have moral injury. Mm -hmm. So I do my best to try to get them to receive what mm -hmm. I'm saying to them on a, a, a positive light. The mothers, on the other hand, receive, um, the mothers feel such guilt mm -hmm. and anger. Um, some of the moms are suicidal themselves, mm -hmm. um, but they receive my love. They love me. I love them. Um, I've done a lot for them. I just had a mom that w requested that one of the moms go with her to Tennessee because she has to do, she has to go look at the police photos and video from the body cam. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm trying to find a way, if there's a way I, I could go with her, um, I would like to do that. She would receive that. They know that I love them with all my heart and they receive my word to them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are not all faith-based believers, and uh, some of them have told me they're pagans and Wiccans, and but that's okay. <laughs> they're, they're still in my group. So um, our group is just love, nothing but pure comfort, love, and tr- uh, try to be a hope and inspiration to them. So they receive it. So love, and loving yourself and letting others know that you love them is core to who you are and core to your what you're doing with veterans and mothers of uh, veterans of suicide. So I'm wondering um, for yourself, what you work on every day or what frequency to help you to be able to reflect more of that love and more of the life that you want out into the world? You know, every morning uh, on my phone, I have my notes and on my notes, I actually had to remind myself, first thing it says is before check your emails and all that, do the money stuff, you do enough. I have yeah. to remind myself because I don't sleep at night. I have to take medication to sleep because my mind does not shut off. I'm running my company. What can I do to help keep that up and running? I'm uh, trying to help the world. I can't help everybody. Um, I do enough. So I tell myself I do enough. Now, do I practice that all day? No. Um, the other, the second thing on my notes is smile. Uh, because I have been told over the last two years, especially the last year that I don't look like myself anymore. Um, that, um, I don't smile. I'm not as bubbly as I used to be. Um, I'm not as, um, I'm, I'm energetic in a lot of ways and I go, go, go. But so I have to tell myself, smile, let people know that, um, even with what I do, that I still live a joyful life Mm -hmm. and I live a very joyful life, but Mm -hmm. I have noticed that I'm looking a little rougher um, this, the, being on this road, you know, we sometimes we don't have water to flush toilets, take showers. We get, ah, if you follow, if you see some of our YouTube videos, um, getting stuck on curves, getting stuck in residential areas, this is basically a semi truck, not quite as big as a semi truck. I drive the darn thing. So, um, I don't dress as pretty as I used to. Uh, the life is, I'm going to be 57 years old next month. (laughs) So I'm a grandmother. So, um, it's just, um, to smile and because people are, I have, uh, over a hundred thousand followers on all my social media, people are watching me. So, um, if they say they don't see me on a day when I can't get out of bed, but, um, they, they see me, the, the look that I used to have, um, none of that matters to me as much, um, my outward appearance, but Mm -hmm. um, it's just a, that's what I do on a daily basis. If I get my husband upsets me, (laughs) which he does often, (laughs) he will admit it um, just to uh, know that God brought him to me and to smile and to try not to lash out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm human. Yeah. And I'm juggling a lot of things. And so it's just what I would just say um, that I do on a daily basis is to remind myself I 
I do as much as I can. God's, God's given me what he wants me to do and to mm-hmm. have a grateful and joyful heart about it all as much as I can. That's excellent. Well, thank you for sharing that, your vulnerability in that. Yeah, yeah. so you've, you've got the, the wisdom and the life experience that you've had to this point as a, as a business leader, as now helping veterans, helping uh, mothers of veterans of suicide. I'm wondering if there's like one thing in life to this point where if you could impart with others, someone you might meet or a veteran you're trying to help, what's that one thing that you would encourage people to do to reflect more of the life that they want? That's a good one for me. I read the book, The One Thing, and mm-hmm. I can't seem to do it myself. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, you know, I... And it's because I follow my heart. So I would say follow your heart and Mm -hmm. your passion. Mm -hmm. Um, I started a real estate company overnight. I didn't know how to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. I left Rochester, New York with my dog. I had nothing. My household stuff was all in New York. I decided I wanted sunshine. I can't stand the Rochester, New York weather. My kids (laughs) were grown and gone. I I moved to 1,100 miles away knowing nobody. I just did it. And I found a way to run my company. Um, then I had this, I saw a woman in an RV and I had this crazy idea. I'm going to get an RV. I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. And I watched YouTube videos and I learned how to do it. Um, I've slept in hundreds of Walmart parking lots around the country with the homeless people. I felt safe. I just did yeah. what I just followed my heart. So don't be stupid about it. I did. A, I've done a lot of stupid things. I wasn't very safe, but um, I would say. The one thing is to do what um, you're capable of doing to bring yourself joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. So you have a unique calling and gifts and talents that are meant to bless other people and to just kind of discover what that is in your heart and then to go pursue it. Maybe think about it first. <laughs> I don't think about it. I just do it. I just follow. It's dumb sometimes to follow your heart and let, you know, if you don't have the financial means and I just figure it out later. I just know God's got me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, it's, it's when, when you're stepping out in faith and covered in faith, then uh, you have a degree of confidence that is different than without yeah. that. Uh, and uh, I do mission work primarily overseas out of Ecuador, mm, Dominican amazing. Republic now. And uh, you're always stepping into situations that you, do, you don't know what you're getting ready to go do, but your divine appointments that you're getting ready to have uh, that have already been set in motion that you don't know, but you, you show up and then you do your best and uh, let God let God take care of it. So I'm wondering what else, Michelle, that you thought either we might talk about or we haven't talked about or you'd like to talk about in your mission with uh, National Veteran Resources or Mothers of Veteran Suicide that uh, you'd want to help other people to learn and understand more about and how to support what you're doing. Well, first of all, I neglected to thank you for your services to our country. Yeah, thank you. And um, I appreciate, thank you. Um, I appreciate everything that you're doing. So I think you're a perfect example of what I would like to say. So I tell 
I tell my veterans, and I've talked to thousands of them to tell them, um, purpose, having a purpose, mm-hmm. um, will make a difference in your life. And this is an example. Um, I, one of my board members, actually both two of my board members that are veterans, I have interviewed them. I have spent time with them. They actually asked to volunteer for me and now they have purpose. Um, one of them is a full-time RVer and he actually helps us with our trips around the country, where to stay, where to stop to empty tanks, to get water, to get the diesel. Um, our other guy is here locally where we are right now, and he's getting us into concerts. It's all about the rig and the display of the rig. He's mm-hmm. uh, coming to these events with us, and I'm having veterans sign the RV now. Mm-hmm. So we have all these signatures on the RV, and he's bring- and so he gets so it's his purpose. So I tell uh, veterans to have a purpose. Um, the moms, um, I'm just trying to help them to move on for one more day. Losing a child is a whole different spectrum. And Mm. the way that their child passed is the worst kind of um, scenario you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And so what I'd like people to know is that the men and women out there that are protecting and serving our country and our communities, we have no idea what their lives are like. Um, We have no idea what our police officers Oh my goodness, our firefighters, um, I would just say to care more, to ask, how are you, mm. um, to reach out to somebody if they feel like they're struggling, even if they're not in the hero category, that's my focus, <laughs> but um, mm. I'll help anybody that's struggling. So I would just say, uh, reach out, um, see if you can help anybody in any way and have a purpose in life and work hard at it. Mm -hmm. That's great advice, Michelle. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. The, the purpose and the mission that you have is critically important. Um, And I think as we get further away from, um, you know, where in, in the news every day, what we were, when we were fighting in Iraq or Afghanistan or Syria, um, or other places that it, I don't think it's as top of mind as it once was. Um, but the needs are still there for our veterans. Um, I have a a number of combat veteran friends, uh, Post 9-11, I have uncles that served and fought in Vietnam. My father fought, was in the Korean era, and I served on active duty in a peacetime setting. But the needs are real, and the people that are willing to step up and serve, whether it be at the community level as firefighters, EMS, or law enforcement, or serve our nation, generally are people that have a great desire and care for other people. And we need to show that same care and love and support for them as they do for our communities and our nation. Agreed. Well, Michelle, if people want to reach out to you to learn more about uh, the National Veteran Resources or Mothers of Veteran Suicide or Heroes Home Advantage, what's the best way to connect with you or some social media sites that you might refer them to or websites? 
Oh, goodness. Okay. So for National Veteran Resources, and I just want to say to veterans and military and first responders and family members, I have a ton of resources. We have Dr. Janelle Royster, who's a psychologist. I have Brett Cotter. Um, I have Kirk Poe, who does Emotion Code. I have so many resources. Um, Chaplains, um, the way to reach out to me is National veteranresources.com. And um, also you can call in, but all the calls from all of my different things that I do all go to my cell phone. So I usually don't answer it. Leave me a message. But the uh, National Veteran Resources line is 888-562-5552. Same with Mother's of veteran suicide. It's mothersofveteransuicide.com. I offer them the same resources um, and same phone number. It, go, it goes to an 888 number and then um, I get a notification. I'll call back as soon as I can. I'm the one that responds to all calls. So mm-hmm. um, I do the best I can to respond as quickly as possible. Heroes Home Advantage is a real estate rebate program heroeshomeadvantage.com. I'm not even going to give you the phone number to it because I I can never answer it. Um, I'll just, uh, most people just contact me through the website and they can email me through there. One of our greatest needs, Tim, if you don't mind that I uh, put this out there, uh, we are a traveling mental health resource for veterans, especially Mm-hmm. And we are kind of grounded right now because the cost of diesel, when we pull the rig, it's uh, we're only getting eight miles a gallon. And with diesel being over six dollars, um, we need more uh, fundraisers, donations, sponsorships to, for our travels, but also to help um, with all the therapies, because I'm going to eventually have to start paying the psychologist and in all of my resources. So far, they've been uh, amazing to gift it for me, for the mothers and the veterans. They're all working with my mothers and my veterans and first responders. Um, If somebody wants to volunteer, I always need volunteers to just help spread the word. And I did want to tell you your Veterans Coalition, I think you call it. Veteran Business Business Collective. Collective. Um, Mm -hmm. We would be happy to visit your... uh, You know, maybe they're having a meeting and a lot of times they may not be interested in contacting us. um, But if they meet me face to face, there's veterans out there in in all of these organizations that that do struggle silently. And so um, but just to show the support, if, if you could visually see the RV and what the RV means, we can't go anywhere, not even a gas station without somebody approaching us wanting to know who we are and what we do. So um, we need the the greatest help that I need is with National Veteran Resources. I need Mm -hmm. more people reaching out to veterans and doing uh, check in buddy checks with them. But if if oh, go ahead. Is there a donation link on the website where people want to make a contribution to? Yes, Um, there's a PayPal or credit card thing on there. I do separate fundraisers for the moms because I really can't bring it through um, National right. Veteran Resources. But I have uh, Facebook pages, National Veteran Resources. I have a LinkedIn page for National Veteran Resources. I have uh, Instagram 
for National Veteran Resources. Um, Mothers of Veteran Suicide is just a Facebook. It's a locked down private group. And I'm nobody can get in that group unless they're a mother of veteran suicide. Um, people try to get in all the time, but I protect the mothers. They share right. their grief all day, all night. Um, so I need help with that um, because it's just a website and a Facebook page for me if, mm-hmm. uh, to do another retreat. Um, I'm going to need thousands to bring the moms in from all over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did set up a page there. There is a PayPal um, button on there. And 100% of any, uh, it would be a love gift for my ministry there, would have to, uh, 100% of that would go towards the retreat for the moms. They, uh, you can When you go on the website, you can actually see pictures of them on the retreat and what I did for them. And I have a feeling I'm probably going to have 30 or 40 moms next year that are going to want to go. So, and then Hero Home Advantage, it's my source of income, um, a big, you know, source of my income, but there's a lot of other great programs out there and I don't push it that much because my ministry is to help save lives. Yes. Well, you're certainly doing that, Michelle, and it's, uh, it's been an awesome opportunity to get to speak with you, get to know you a little bit more. Thank you get to help spread the word about all the positive things you're doing for our veterans and mothers of veterans. So we'll make sure and include those different links to the different websites and social media and whatnot that you shared when this podcast episode comes out. So thank you so much. Any last words before we sign off? Um, LinkedIn is an amazing resource. Yeah. And, um, just uh, be careful what you wish for, though, because I get about 100 requests a day. So if you're following me and you request a connection, I I just don't have time. So reach out to me in, in some of the other ways I just shared. And I feel bad that I can't respond to every single person, but I literally do it myself. <laughs> well, thank so, you for responding you. to me and the yeah, opportunity yeah. to come on this show. And uh, yeah, you jumped in front of me, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that sounds like a good any anything that's veteran. You're a veteran. I wanted to to uh, respond to you. Yeah. Well, thank so, you so much for thank doing you. so and being a guest of the show. And I just thank encourage you. you to go out and reflect the life you want. And you're doing it as well. It was my honor. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. God bless.